We are recording. It's a really noisy mouse pad thingy. Oh, Tuesday, October 18th, 2022, at 1.28 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, <clears throat> I went to bed two hours early last night, got up two hours early. I don't, I didn't really know what to do. I did all my fucking daily re- morning routine and I never actually thought I would be frustrated that I wasn't busy, which is a weird thing. I guess I'm going to dive into as always. I have no idea what the fuck I'm about to talk about. And as always, solar rants normally last for like 45 minutes an hour. But it was, that was a weird thing is getting up and actually kind of like being, I found that I was frustrated that I didn't have more shit to do. And there was no one to be frustrated at. If anything, it was like, you've done all your work. Good. And it's such a weird, a contradictory thing. Like, I love not having enough time or scratch that. I love having just enough time. Just always shaving, you know, shaving it, getting getting in like a couple seconds on time down to like making my bed, doing laundry, uploading the podcast, going to the gym, meditating, showering, podcast, blah, blah, blah. I always just love because it honestly, my mom always would say when I was little, if uh, if you want something done, give it to the busiest person. And I remember really first kind of discovering that to be true in college where I would always try to take like the least number of classes so that I could spend all my time on them and get A's. And so I'd only try to take like one or two science classes and then fill it with a bunch of bullshit, like whatever, you know, world politics or religions of the world or literature or whatever the fuck, and then spend all my time studying. But I found as the semesters went on, and not by my own choice, but just by like, I just have to take all these courses this semester. Those are actually the courses. Those are actually the semesters in which I got the highest GPA. And accomplished the most and was the most efficient with my time because I had no time to fuck off. Like I remember uh, it was fall 2012, 10 years ago, uh, which is wild, but remember I took four like upper level science classes in one semester, no electives. And it was just, it was nuts, but it was the most efficient I had ever been. It took a while. It was like a rough first month, but it finally like, it just sharpens the knife. And I mean, it's like all of the water and like a dam being funneled through one exit. Like eventually it, it, it just, you either go through the keyhole or you don't. And if you do, it molds you into the shape of that. And if you don't, you know, you kind of explode. But if you force yourself into where there's only one possible exit and that is success and doing well, it's it's a great stressor, but you do come out kind of like golden on the other side. And I remember not only kind of being surprised, surprise, surprise, you know, your mom was right, but it was also like 
in a weird way, it was also the easiest semester. Like there's something like if you take a 30 minute workout and do it in 20 minutes, although it's more difficult, it is almost subjectively it's it's like objectively physiologically more difficult. Like your heart rate is higher. You are more out of breath. You are straining more. You get like the lactic acid burn definitely more prominently. But subjectively, you don't even have enough time in between sets to think about how much you don't want to do the next set. And by avoiding that, that contemplation, you do remove like a stress unit from it. Like I was used to describe it as like, um, uh, like, you know, you got to do the dishes. You've got dirty dishes. It's in the back of your mind. You've used every dish. The shit's dirty. The only way to not use it is to order out, but you don't have enough money to do that. And you, whatever, you don't want to. And you don't want to go buy paper plates because it's just a waste. You know you have to do it. But this is a bad example. You've got a book report due. You know you have to do it. It's due Monday. You know you have to type it out. It's Friday. You'll hang out with your friends, but you're still thinking about it. Saturday, you're going and doing whatever, but you're still thinking about it. Sunday morning, you wake up in like that cold sweat, like, oh, it's due tomorrow. And then eventually you get to it. So when you do it, we'll call that whatever, three units of stress or discomfort. Yeah, got to do this fucking book report, right? That's non-negotiable. You have to do that, those three units of stress on the Sunday afternoon, right? Typing on the family computer or whatever. What is optional is waking up stressed that morning, Sunday morning. That's a unit of stress. You call all of Saturday a unit of stress. You're hanging out with your friends and in the back of your mind, you're like, I got to do this book report. And then Friday, when you're hanging out with your friends and you're thinking, I know it's Friday, but uh, I better enjoy this now. I don't want Friday to end because it, that means I'm that much closer to having to do the book report. So there's another unit of stress. So you have a unit of stress on Friday, on Saturday, on Sunday, and then you have the three units of stress of actually doing the book reports. So now you are paying six units of stress for what should only be three units of stress. And that's one thing that I always, it kind of shocked me about that fall 2012 semester or even spring 2013 when I took three science courses but was studying for the MCAT like around the clock it was almost less stressful because it wasn't oh, fuck i gotta get back to studying biochem or sometimes if i was really feeling lazy i'd do like the easiest homework first you know write some bullshit entry for a literature class explain why you know what is the meaning of the color blue in this commercial or whatever but in the back of your mind, it'd be like, fuck, I know I have to learn that new calculus. Like, I fucking hate calculus. I know I'm going to have to go to, like, Wolfram Alpha and watch study. Ugh, just thinking about that. But it was still, you had these units of stress. Versus when you were just so fucked every hour of the day and all of the work sucked equally, there was nowhere to go. So you would just start on the work. And when you were doing biochem, as opposed to doing, like, 
light literature reading for an hour, knowing that you're like, fuck, I know it's six o'clock. I, I gotta start studying biochem. So you have the the biochem unit of stress, which is one plus another unit of stress. You're just debating it in your mind, like oh, I should really be doing that. I it's the most difficult work. I should just be getting that over with. Versus when there is no easy class, when there is no opening for that sort of like stress gas to to accumulate in, there's no time to bathe in it. So when instead of literature, you're also studying genetics or cellular biology or organic chemistry, you're so fucked by that challenge that you're not thinking about how you're also fucked by biochemistry. So it's this weird, like you're studying ochem and you might say like, that is harder class. That is a harder class, but you're not stressing about the other classes because they're all equally hard. So as soon as you finish ochem, there's no like, oh no, I got to do, you're like, fuck, what time is it? Use the restroom, come back in, pop a caffeine pill. I got an hour before I got to start doing cell bio. So now I got to get this microbiome over. And there's no, like I used to wake up on like, I remember my first semester at UGA, fall 2011, I only took one science course and it was general chemistry. And I stressed so much about it because I had all the time in the world to do it. And I wouldn't go out on a Friday night. I would wake up on a Saturday and I would kind of, you know, do my workout. I had Bowflex dumbbells and then I would take my time and I'd meditate and then I'd work and I'd be going just at the speed of smell through the first chap, taking notes, nice little neat notes, highlighting, put the Ba, 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 using the restroom, coming back and checking my phone. You know, even if I didn't know, I, no, I put my phone away. But it was still, there was just this like, this like, it was like going for a walk on Valium. You were just kind of like floating. And you'd managed to spend 12 hours on general chemistry. <laughs> All the while kind of beating yourself up. You're like, I should be studying faster. Or you'd be studying and then your your mind would start. I had just transferred out of Valdosta, Georgia, and my mind would be like wandering about, you know, my friend's still there, you know, and I'd be going over old conversations from a year prior about why I wanted to transfer. I have a single hair sticking out of the left side. I can see it on the camera. I don't know where it is. I have no depth perception. Not important. But much like this, it is kind of important. I think I got it. Yeah, I got it. But much like that, what I just did is you had all this time to just your brain would wander and then you and then you'd penalize yourself. You'd go, fuck, st stop, stop daydreaming. Stop, you know, stop looking out the window. Stop fucking picking your nose. Stop whatever. And you'd read and then you'd be reading and you'd be focusing on you'd be like, focus on focusing. And it turned into this weird infinity mirror, like at the grocery store, when you go look at like the produce or something when you're a kid and. You know, there's like the mirrors on both sides. If you ever look at it and you just kind of goes into forever, like you can't versus when you had no time, there was a, there was a certain sort of flow state, absence of mind, Zen emptiness when you just didn't have time. There was no, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. There's no you just burned through it. And at first it does seem more stressful. But looking back on it, it's not stressful because you're, you're, you are not there. 
Like this, it it is very meditative. The self is not there. You're not experience experience. You're not experiencing experience. There just is experience. Like when you watch a movie, you're not watching yourself watch a movie. You're just in the movie. The moment you start watching yourself watch the movie, I am in a movie theater. I am doing this. You're not watching yourself watching yourself watch a movie. You and when you're thinking, and then you think about thinking, and then you think about how you're thinking about things, you're always moving one step back. You're always stepping out and stepping out and stepping out. So when you like when you have so much work you can't stop, your mind does go void. And you just you enter this pure like flow st- and it really is I mean, contrary to like what I had always thought, like, so I remember I had always thought like I would love to be retired and just have all the time in the world because then I could meditate all the time. And I always used to think that when I was pre-med. And then when I decided not to go to medical school and then when my brother passed and there was this sort of like window where I was like, I can take a little time off. Like, I know I kind of need to heal. I need to figure out what I'm going to do with my life. But it was also an an opening to do whatever I wanted. That was the most miserable time of my life. Now, granted, it is skewed because my brother had just passed. But, like, not having anything to do, it eventually turned into, like, well, how high can I get? How much weed can I smoke? How lazy can I be? I can get the baggiest clothes possible. I can I can get a bigger TV and play video games on higher resolution. But it really was just pain because you're constantly working towards this goal, but was it wasn't even a goal that anyone else or yourself respected. You weren't moving towards getting into medical school or to starting a charity or to raising a family. You were just moving farther and farther into like the warm jacuzzi waters of hedonism. Like even you didn't respect your endeavor. When I and then I started, you know, I moved home in 2016 and on and off was working, but still kind of being a lazy piece of shit. Uh, And then when I started doing like graphic design commissions, that was like the first taste of like working again. And I loved it because I was just busy. I didn't have time. I was working like a shit job. I was working at this like inflatable bouncy castle delivery place. I mean, that was a low point of my life. When you're just sitting there delivering an inflatable Luigi to a bunch of kids and you're getting sunburned. And you're living with your parents and like you're sweating under your fat man tits because you haven't worked out in three years. That's a moment where you go, my there's there are repercussions to my actions. But even then, like working and then coming home and I was like, I know I got like an hour and a half before I'm like too tired to even keep my eyes open. So I would just do I would work on whatever graphic design project I was working on, even though I was making shit for money. There was a, a bliss to that. Starting this podcast. In December 2019, I was still doing graphic art classes online. And there was sort of a bliss to that because you'd just be trying to get through the classes so you could do another podcast. And then when I withdrew from those classes to my parents' dismay and started doing this full time, um, there was a bliss to that, doing more podcasts, doing more episodes, just working, working, working. And yes, it has been incredibly stressful still is it still torments i was just meditating before this i'm still stressing the fuck out about how this is going to turn into a a profitable business model it's terrifying it's it's genuinely fucking scary because at least pre-med you could go well i just got to finish the next three semesters 
and take another 31 credit hours and then I'm finished. I have no idea how many more credit hours of this I have to do. This might be the podcast that pushes it over the edge. It might take another thousand. It might never happen, which I don't, uh, I don't, uh, entertain that belief. I'm just going to keep working, but despite it being wildly stressful, there is so like for like the first year first year year and four months i lived here i did the same in this apartment and from april 2021 to like august 2022 i would do the same thing i would do uh sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday i would do podcasts i averaged like that was five days i would try to do two a week i would normally never do like two every day of the week there'd be a day where i did one and so i averaged like nine or ten episodes a week thursday night i would order uh for like several months it was uh, i would do dominoes um but then the cheat days changed but i would always order like some pizza some breadsticks because i diet all week i would work out all week i would take uh friday off and saturday off and I would get shit faced, not shit faced, but I'll play video games with my buddies online. And, you know, we get we get we'd get comfortably toasted, which is great. Uh, you'd wake up on Friday kind of hungover, kind of feeling like shit. Uh, I would ease my way into the day. Um, I'd probably I'd like make my bed, take a shower, but I wouldn't do any podcast related shit. And that evening I would I would go grab like another six pack. I wouldn't get I wouldn't get shit faced like the night before. But, I you know, I put on like a nice hair of the dog buzz. And I'd normally order something smaller, maybe not a full Domino's pizza, but I, you know, maybe like a sausage egg and cheese biscuit from like Royal Farms or something. But it was kind of just a lighter touch. Saturday, I would, I would be fucking hungover. And it was two types of hungover. It was one because a hangover after two nights of drinking is much worse than a hangover after one night. But when you woke up hungover on Friday, but you knew that evening you were still going to just the only thing you were doing that day was taking a shower, putting on clothes and grabbing some more beer. It does take the edge off the hangover, but you wake up Saturday one physiologically, your body is in more of an acute withdrawal from ethanol. And then it was also like, no, I got to get back to like the job. And then it would start to set in like, Oh, this thing is still not making money. What am I doing? And then, uh, so it'd be, Saturday would just be shit. I would just try to get through it. And then Sunday I'd wake up still a little anxious from like the physiological withdrawal of ethanol. But then it was also like oh, I, Sunday was the day. I, it, it still is the day I, I clean my apartment. I clean my sheets. I offload the podcast to a bunch of external hard drives, blah, blah, blah. And I found like my Sunday podcasts were normally very low energy. Monday it would start to pick up again. The workout would be bad. I'd, I'd work out Sunday, which would be terrible. Monday would be a little bit. I'd be all bloated from cheese pizza and white cloth still. And it would take me like three days to like lose all the water weight. By Tuesday, I was really grooving. Mon I know, like Monday evening, Tuesday, I would be like really fucking streamlining. Wednesday, you're really streamlining when you're starting to get burned out already. Because Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you're already on day four of working out dieting, podcasting, audiobooks, going to bed early, meditating, answering all the emails, all the, all the shit you didn't do on the two days off. You'd be really streamlined and you're starting to get exhausted. And then Thursday you'd wake up and you'd have like a, an artificial second wind. You'd be like, I get to wrap it all up tonight. 
And then, you know, it's and it's still, that's the best feeling. There's nothing better than like Thursday because I think I enjoyed the day of Thursday more than I even enjoyed getting like the first beer is because all day you just knew you were taking the rest of the weekend off and it's just a great high, right? Going into school and high school on a Friday was never that bad because it's fucking Friday. But since I had a concussion this past May and re- I, ju- I, I just can't drink anymore. I tried to like a good Irish soldier. I powered through it for like a month or two, but I was just getting non like non-negotiable panic attacks. Not a little anxiety because maybe you drank for too long. You know, if you go on a bender with some friends, you know, after like a day, you're kind of shaky. I was just getting panicked, full-blown cold sweat, scared to leave the bed, scared to check my phone, like trying to tell myself not to call an ambulance panic attacks. And that went on for like two months. And before I finally was just like, I can't, I can't do this. It's getting so, and then I would take weekends off from drinking and I was still having panic attacks. The point of this whole rant is, so finally, like mid to late August, really about two months ago, about two months ago, it was like August 18th, 19th. It it just hit me with like the clarity of the voice of God that I was just like, no more alcohol. Stop it. Like, I don't know why this is happening in my life. But like the universe, God, whatever is telling me like, and I don't even know what's going to come of it. But I was just like, no more. Stop it. No more. And I stopped. And so like the first weekend, I didn't really know what to do. I was really happy that I wasn't having a panic attack. But I was very bored. And um, it only took about a week before I was like, well, if I'm not drinking anymore, there's there's really no loss of inhibition. So like as much as it's still like a cheat day, I was like, I don't I don't need it. That's the other thing. It's like you kind of had to have a cheat day when you're drinking because you're not sticking at twelve hundred calories of chicken and broccoli when you're shit faced. Go fuck yourself. That you're not You're ordering Taco Bell. But since there's there's there is a a common theme to this whole podcast. Don't worry, buckle up. Really, since like September first, though, and today's October eighteenth. I've really got to pay. Hold on. Well, there's nobody to hold it down, so I guess monologue amongst yourselves, or don't. I don't give a shit. What I've learned in really since like September 1st, I think, I think I, I think like the first weekend or two, I didn't drink, but I still took cheat days and didn't really do anything. But starting on like September 1st, I was like, well, why am I, I was like, I need to get something out of this. You know, I could still play video games on the weekends, but I was like, like, I got to get something fun out of it. 
this. And if I'm not drinking it, I don't want to, you know, I'd rather not just replace it with pot because I feel like I'm just replacing it with another intoxicant. I have nothing against weed. But I was like, I feel like the, the, the real, like, wisdom, you know, God or the universe was trying to teach me was like, I, for whatever reason, I just need to stop getting fucked up on the weekends. And the the concussion forced that hand. I was like, well, might as well just like start like dieting through the weekends too. And it's going to take me like six months to actually be able to like see abs. Cause I, I don't, I haven't had abs really since like six months after my brother died and I just got fat as fuck. So like really haven't had like abdominal muscles visible since like April, 2014, which is upsetting. Cause I always had like an eight pack. And I was like, well, why don't I just start dieting? Like, why don't I just start doing that? And I'll at least be able to yield something from this. Um, And like the second weekend off, I realized I didn't even like taking two full days off. I just kind of felt lazy. Not even felt lazy. Like you you should never scold yourself for taking time off because I did do that for several years pre-med. You you do need to enjoy life because it, it truly can end at any second. I mean, aneurysm, it, you, you're just done. But I was like, if there's so much free-floating anxiety about this podcast not working, blah, 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 then I should probably just continually continually work at chipping away at that. And so instead of taking two days off, take one day off. It's an extra two podcasts a week. Or, uh, yeah, extra two podcasts a week, extra eight a month. It's an extra 96 a year. All right, go for it. And that took like two weekends of it still wasn't that fun to it started to turn the corner where I started to get that feeling of pre-med where I took four science courses in a semester or took three science courses and studied for the MCAT the next semester. There was a, there was a harrowing growth period in like the second half of September, really not even a month ago. Where I was just exhausted from from getting up to going to bed. But I don't know why. I just kept pushing. It just felt like the right thing to do. And as I kept pushing towards it, the pain started to dissipate. Like when you take a cold shower, the first 30 to 60 seconds is... <laughs> and then you just go through the motions. And, you, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're sitting there and just you're kind of moving in the same way you do in a hot shower. You're moving your head under it. It's a different kind of pleasure. I was like, this is weird, but I like this. And I started kind of moving further and further. I went into it. And I started to realize that I was fucking loving. I was like, well, how do I step this up? So like I found two more uh, websites to upload the whole library to, Brighteon and CloudHub, and you could only ever upload five episodes at a time. That's all my computer could handle. So you couldn't just upload like 50 and then go to bed. You had to kind of constantly be monitoring it and different tabs and making sure they process fully. And so I started doing that. Through Brighteon, I met uh, Mike Adams, who's a cool dude, and through CloudHub, uh, Jeff Brandon, our cool guy. Uh, I was like, well, how can I sort of expand this more? And so I set up like a buy me a coffee account, a locals account, a Patreon, 
I deleted the PayPal because those are they're they're commie fags, but I kind of stepped it up another level. I started doing two and three episodes a day. And instead of trying to work through like one audiobook every week, I've now been trying to do two. And I'm not quite at two. I think I'm at like one and a half books a week. But slowly moving it up and then waking up and like, well, still got to do like my, my data, my podcast data every day, all the manual entries. Still got to answer all the emails and email guests and put together episodes and diet and work out and but they're just it started to and i started playing less video games at night because i'd go to bed earlier because i wanted to get up and get back to work as opposed to so as opposed to all day when you're doing the work when there's a treat at the end of the day it almost it almost makes the day harder it's like if you take a cold shower knowing at the end of it you take a hot shower there's like a weird, it, it almost makes the cold worse because you're waiting to leave versus if it's just a cold shower through and through, in a way it gets rid of the pain because there's nowhere to run to. There's nowhere to stand. There's nowhere to hide. So you just metaphorically plant your feet and like take your stand there, which is a weird thing to say about taking a shower. It's like, dude, you're not fighting Goliath. You're taking a shower. But I don't know. Whatever. Go fuck yourself. I like my imagination. And I found that I was playing less video games because the more I would look forward to the end of the day, of I, I would look for excuses to cancel podcasts if I was playing some video games that night. And even as I started shifting that away, I found that towards the end of the I'd still play for a little bit, listen to some podcast. And I mean, just there is like a sort of like two hour attendance you kind of have to do make sure iMovie doesn't crash when I don't edit the videos but I do export them and it compresses and changes the color and sound and you do and sometimes it crashes like I do have to like monitor it and if I'm doing multiple episodes you can't do them all at once so you have to run it for an hour and then switch them out and put in the next episode and do that and then transfer them to the hard drive so it is something where it's like you can't just leave it it is something that's running in the background that you have to kind of maintain so I do, you know, I'll play some video games and while well, I'm doing that. But I found that I'm still finding I would really just be looking for an excuse to go to bed, not even because I was tired, but I was like, I just want to get up and start working again. Because I'm working towards just whatever it is that whatever it is, whatever escape velocity is. Escape velocity from what to what, I don't know. But just like I don't think like a baby turtle understands why it's running to the ocean. It just does. It's instinctual. I just feel like I'm working. I've said this before. I feel like I am working. There's no doubt in my mind that I'm working towards something. I have no idea what the fuck it is. I have absolutely no idea. Like I'm a moth going towards a light. I don't know why, but every part of my being is like, go there, go there now. <laughs> And as this has continued forward, as it says, having a stroke, as this has continued forward and is continuing forward, today's October 18th, I'm finding myself more and more like just go to bed so I can, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and just be like, oh my God, I still have to sleep for four. I'm not even kidding. It's the most fucked up thing. Like, instead of like, oh no, the alarm's going off, I'll wake up and I'll be like, I'll hop out of bed. And, 
I've tried to break this down and I've tried to like look at it more because in college I came to the conclusion that the reason why I liked so much work was actually a bad thing. It's because you're trying to escape your own thoughts, which is itself a form of escapism, which means you're not dealing with either the problems in your life or just the existential nature in front of us that is something that you are here as a conscious entity to confront. But then after spending a couple of years doing nothing and being miserable and moving home and having to work at an inflatable bouncy castle delivery place and getting sunburned and realizing that my actions have consequences. I have, you know, sort of realized, like, I do live in a physical world. You can't just think your way into existence. There's no, if you believe it, it'll, that's great. And I love it. And I'm always about that. But you also have to work your ass off. Like, you do have to pay rent. Your landlord doesn't give a shit if you think you can manifest things, you know, have you paid the rent or not debit or whatever it is? Have you paid the rent? If not, you're going to be forcibly removed. Like you do require food. You do require these things. So if I have to work in this and you do, you're never going to escape 40 hours of work, 40 hours a week of work. Best case scenario. If you have to do this anyway, if it's non-negotiable, might as well. And if I'm going to find my own bliss uh, either through Domino's pizza and and eat, and drinking White Claw and playing video games, or if I'm going to find it through just working, 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 working out, dieting, meditating, reading, if I'm going to find the bliss anyway, it might as well be towards something good. If I'm going to meditate every day anyway, and if during the day I'm going to practice mindfulness so I don't get lost in my thoughts and don't get bogged down in this reality, then how can I argue that working so much that I am void of internal monologues, how can I argue that that is bad? Is that ingrained in me? Am I part of a, of a generation that says this is bad? I don't know. But I have found in the last month, month and a half, really almost two months, that it has been blissful. It truly is just blissful. You're just working, you're just fine honing the process every day, trying to get to the gym just five minutes earlier, three minutes earlier, trying to get the, you know, the podcast, you know, producing, uploading, trying to really streamline it. When do it? Because I don't like keeping social media on my phone. So I download the apps every day and upload them. Just getting really, you know, smooth at it. There is a bliss to just like fine honing your craft or even like the production of your craft. Because I would say this podcast is far from fine honed. And then today, and I just went to, I was just, I don't know why I was so tired last night. There was no conscious part of like, let's go to bed earlier and wake up earlier. Like, no, like I don't, I don't mind scrolling on my phone, laying in bed. You know, that's, that's kind of like an, a relaxation time for me. It's not something I necessarily like look forward to all day, but it, I, I do enjoy it. I don't really like look forward to the walk to the gym, but I do like walking by and saying hi to the geese. I always throw up a gang sign. <clears throat> But going to bed early last night and then waking up today, I found that not having work, I was actually 
because I finished uploading all the podcasts, all 962 episodes to Brighty on a Cloud Hub a couple days ago. And I've been doing it for like a month. And I had incorporated that into my day. And so it's like how Dirk Nowitzki used to train with a weighted vest on and he would train all summer to do jump shots. So, and then he would take it off um, when the NBA season started. And he just, he said he always felt like he was just floating and that his stamina was so much higher. After I've finished uploading those episodes and have forced myself to fit that other task into a day where I thought I was already doing the most I could, again, you only take drawn chemistry. It will take you 12 hours to do it. Take four classes and you'll find a way to do all four classes and still get an A. That once you remove that weighted vest, once I removed the extra hour of uploading those episodes every day or once you remove that those that day off that two days off of being hung over and you fill them with work now all of a sudden you do feel like you're almost riding a bike and like the gear change but not to a more difficult one you're like spinning the pedals you're like the fuck is going on it's this weird it's picking up a dumbbell that you thought was 50 pounds but for what, somehow you picked up a five pound dumbbell you're like, what? You pick it up, you're like, the fuck is this? So, like, getting up today, I did all my stuff, and then I was just sitting there. And I was like, I guess I'll go to the gym early. But I actually found my, and I had to, like, almost stop, because I was like, I was being, like, a little cranky bitch. It was almost like when people, like, don't show up to the pot. I don't mind if people cancel, because I cancel all the time. It's when people just don't show up at all and give me no heads up. And then they'll, like, email me, like, the next day and be like, hey, sorry, I wasn't there yesterday. I'm like, dude, you know, go fuck yourself. I was almost getting like pissy. I was like, I got, I got finished. I finished the audiobook for today's guest and then for tomorrow's guest. And then I started on the one for Thursday's guest. And then I bought the one for Monday's guest. And I was just, I was actually just bitching. I was rolling my eyes and I was like, yeah, no, fuck. I was like, Christ almighty. This was like two hours ago, three hours ago. And I was just sitting in the toilet and I was like, might as well eat. So I sent out like an email to, I think I emailed Noam Chomsky and like a couple authors. And I just found myself getting like pissed. And I was like, I don't have any fucking laundry to do. So I got up and like stormed to the gym and like did the workout and came back here and took a shower and meditated. And I was like, I don't even. So finally, and I was feeling just like bored. I was like, well, if I don't have anything pushing me, like what's the point of rushing? And so then I was like taking my time like at the gym and I was like, well, this is now more miserable because now I'm taking time in between sets as opposed to like you're tired and you're doing curls and you look at the clock. You're like, I have to be back in my apartment in 10 minutes so I can shower and meditate and do the podcast. If I don't have time to, you're out of breath. It hurts. Shut up. You're out of breath. Just keep going. Versus when you have nothing to do, you're like, well, this kind of hurts. You can put it down and rest for a minute. And then you're like, oh, I don't want to do that next set. And now you're adding those extra units of stress. And I found myself, so finally I was at the gym and I was like, how about I try to get back in time and do a solo rant before my first episode? And instantly changed the entire day. I was like, that sounds like a good fucking idea. It's like playing a video game and you're kind of bored of it. And then you find some new achievement and you're like, oh, I didn't know I could upgrade the scope on, on the sniper rifles. Like I thought they all just had the same 8X scope. Apparently, if you like unlock these like 25 mystery boxes across the map, you can get a 16 power scope. It sheds a new light onto the game. You're like, oh, let's fucking grind. It's the best. 
it's just like it's like when you look at your dog and you're like you want to go outside and the, and the dog looks at you like i'm fucking ready and you're like are you ready and there's just like a new sort of spark in life and so that's one thing i really kind of realized tonight was like stop bitching about busy days because they are such a gift it makes the pain less being your own boss is already a less is a less painful experience than working for someone else it's still work and there is a funny quote says entrepreneurs the only people that will work 80 hours a week to avoid working 40 hours a week which is kind of fucking hilarious but there's still a level of pain to it and i guess what i'm doing is a form of evolution where it's like well how do i make it even less painful by working so much i don't even think about the fact that i'm working and you do or enter this weird you don't think about tying your shoes you just you go do it walk through in your mind how you actually tie your shoes like could you explain it you pick up this one and then you do that one and then you pull it over how do i it's like when someone says like what comes after the letter v and you're like abcd like no you just you go through the motions so like when you start just doing it so much you're going you're not thinking about tying your you're just doing you can tie your shoes while talking to someone and reading a text doing this podcast and everything associated with it behind the scenes, the more you do it, it just sort of becomes this involuntary movement of this, that, the other thing. You just find your, even just from like, you know, subconsciously which hard drives you have to push a little harder on to get the USB port in or which, you know, buttons on the back of the monitor take an, an extra click or which ones are just like a light touch and just weird stuff. You know, filling up the ice trays with water and putting them in there and wiping your hands and sh- it's this weird kind of blissful dance. And so I'll never not bitch about what I'm doing because that is the human condition. But it's definitely great to have a ton of work. And you just wake up and you got no time to think about how much work you got to do. You just start checking off the boxes. And you just go through the motions. The time is going to pass anyway, and you're going to have to work anyway. And whether it's through work or through meditation, I know that I am going to try to go into a state of mindlessness and just experience. Instead of just meditating, why not also get something done and have something to show for it? And so... Yeah, it's good to be busy. Days off are stressful. My day off is probably the most stressful day of my week. And I used to have a problem with that. I'd be like, that's not good. You should be loving this. Why not the inverse? If you look to a weekend all week... That means those two nights are the things you enjoy the most and the other five days is just shit you have to wait out in order to get to the good part. I've just inversed it. I have six days of thoroughly enjoying myself with one day of unenjoyment. Which I do have to... The thing is, like, I do have to take the day off. I have tried to just like burn through it. I, I end up getting burnt out and crashing. Like, I do have to take a day off from the gym. I do have to take a day off of, like, audiobooks and just kind of, like, vegetate. But I gotta be honest, I don't like those days. That They're very uncomfortable. 
I have no problem sitting alone with my thoughts. Like I do, I've meditated every day since 2008. There's like a two year period that I didn't. I have no problem with it. So it's not some weird existential thing, which is kind of funny that I'm getting oddly defensive about that. I don't have a problem with it. Fuck off. Don't be accused of that, dude. But I don't enjoy days off. There's like a, I think there's like a mathematician that my buddy Trey Carney, he's been on here before. I went to high school with him. He's done the podcast several times before. He's a brilliant guy. lives out in Hawaii, and he's an incredibly talented rapper. Um, I remember he said that there was this, like, famous mathematician who was either on Adderall or, like, low-grade meth. But he actually did manage to, like, balance it and do it in, do it in moderation. And he would, like, smoke meth and then just do, like, you know, groundbreaking math research all day for like 12 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And he had been curious and finally took someone up on it and they were like, take 30 days off and try to reflect in words and blah, blah, blah. And he did. And he went through it and he did do a T, did the meditation. He, you know, put the book down. And at the end of the 30 days, they're like, you know, what is your conclusion? And he said, humanity has been set uh, humanity's understanding of mathematics has been set back by 30 days. Then he went right back to it. And he did it until he died. And to me, it almost is like Grendel. Not Grendel, the dragon from Grendel. No, the dragon from Beowulf. The dragon says, seek gold and sit on it. Meaning, find the thing you love and just work at it until you die. Because that is the closest you can get to Nirvana. Or it is Nirvana doing something you love and being void of thought and just going through it is a form. It's like raking a Zen. It really is the same as like raking a Zen garden next to a waterfall. It may not look like it on the surface, but to me, that's what this is. Going to the gym, cleaning my apartment, listening to audiobooks. It may seem like a tumultuous storm, but it really does feel like I'm just pulling the rake around like the rock and just making a circle. And it is bliss. So see gold and sit on it, I suppose. I feel like I really needed to get this episode off my chest. That felt great. Fuck yeah.